You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. Today, what I want to talk about is animals as spirit crumbs. This is something that has come up for me quite a bit in the past, and actually on Friday, my card pull Friday, one of the cards was the Power Animal card from my Angel Oracle deck. And I was talking about how when you see an animal or an animal comes up for you in readings or in any kind of way that spirit crumbs come up for you, if you're reminded of the same animal over and over again, there's a pretty good chance that there are some traits associated with that animal that apply to you or what you're trying to do. So for example, you might see We'll use my example that I've talked about in the past, a chipmunk. And I am someone who does a lot of research. So when something comes up for me, I go online and I go to different sources, books, whatever I have. And the chipmunk represents uh, creative and artistic pursuits. It also represents um, hiding things away and sometimes maybe hoarding too much, which is true. I do tend to have lots of piles of things around. So you can kind of look at where the animal is coming up and whether it's more of a quality that you're striving for or maybe something like the hoarding that that you need to look at and maybe try to control a little bit. And what's interesting for me specifically around the timing for talking about this is that this weekend um, and for the past week, I kept telling myself I was going to go back out into the Arboretum, spend some more time in nature. I've been getting lots of cards telling me to spend time in nature. I actually did a post about this. And then what happened was when I finally got the cards that were like, okay, you need to go. I was like, all right, I'm going to go. There must be a reason why specifically today I have to go. So I did, and when I got to the parking lot that I park in, I looked up, and already I smiled because there were like six hawks just circling over the area I usually go to. I know from all the times that that's come up for me that the main reason that that comes up for me is that it means having a higher perspective and really being able to have that hawk eye and see the details that need attention. And so sometimes for me, that is telling me to focus more on one thing because I'm looking at too many things. So it was interesting because that's a message I've been getting a lot as well. I've been getting the message that I have all of these modalities and things that I really enjoy, but that I really need to start deciding which ones I'm going to focus my time on. Because when I have time, I tend to just make myself more busy instead of really just slowing down and allowing myself to sit in the energy of one thing at a time. So for me, that was like a message before I even really got into uh, my walk or anything. And so what I did was there were three different animals, including the hawk that came up 
that day. And I decided to look them up, kind of see what came up from my research and then share that with you. And then hopefully either you'll get some spirit crumbs from the animals I'm talking about, or it will just give you an idea of maybe a process you can go through or maybe just bringing it on your radar if there's an animal that's been coming up a lot and thinking about maybe looking it up online or in some books yourself. So like I said, the hawk was the first one and the power of observation is what came up the most in the searches. And I think I've said this before, but I tend to find more than one source for everything. There may be one that's like my favorite that I go back to, but I like to have a variety of sources just because sometimes you'll pick up on one detail in one of them. So there may be a whole web page I scroll through that I'm like, this all sounds the same, but then there's just this one detail, like this other perspective that I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. That's what resonates with me. I said that with the butterfly, actually, I was just remembering that was my example because transformation in general, um, while it was very relevant for me at the time, it wasn't really like hitting me in like the heart where I was like connected to the butterfly, but then knowing about the fact that the struggle and that part of like kind of losing themselves for a while in the darkness is what really gives them their power. And so that's kind of what I, I look for when I'm scrolling through them is whatever really hits home for me and really connects with how I'm feeling in the moment. And that's how I know that I meant to really connect with that. And it's not just a coincidence. There is the odd time where I'm like, okay, well, for example, owls, I have always had a connection to owls, but now sometimes I'm like, okay, am I only seeing that because I like owls or is this a message for me right now? And sometimes it's like, well, if it's in my apartment and I happen to look, they're everywhere. So it's probably something that I'm not going to connect with as much. And even with um, squirrels, if I'm on campus at school, our campus was like overrun with squirrels. And so I don't really see those as messages as much. It's more if they show up, like I said before, on my balcony on the sixth floor of an apartment building, <laughs> then it's a message for me because they had to like come and find me and it's outside of my routine. Um, and then the power of vision is also something associated with the hawk, getting back to my original, <laughs> my original tangent here. Um, and so like for me, I'm trying to work on my clairvoyant skills. So that is something that I think was kind of different that I don't always think about when I'm uh, looking at hawk medicine. And something interesting too is that um, all birds in some way or another have a connection to like the spiritual realm just because they are up in the sky. And so because my intention for my time that day in nature was to be connected to spirit, that was already a good sign just showing up. Um, but I didn't see this till I got home. So it's good that I had that inkling that it was a message because it does talk about like higher consciousness um, and just freeing ourselves from anything that's limiting us and keeping us from soaring up to those heights is kind of another really nice message. Um, and then the other thing that's with a lot of birds, but also hawks is being like an angel, like an angel messenger or a messenger from the divine as well. And it's usually preparing you for something. And so with the hawk specifically, because it's one of like the wisest of um, the birds and one of like the most highly respected, it is said to be preparing you for a leadership role. And because I am looking at, you know, coaching and having this podcast and potentially writing a book. Well, I shouldn't say potentially, I'm going to write the book, <laughs> but things like that, where it's, it was just when I was reading through it, it was just kind of reassuring because 
it's something that has been on my mind lately. And then the other bird, actually, I forgot there's actually four animals because the other thing is that I always, always, when I'm even here at home, but also at the Arboretum, I'm always hearing cardinals, but I never actually get to see them. Like I know what they sound like, but actually getting, catching a glimpse of them, even though they're red, I never actually see them. They're always just too far into the trees where I'm just not able to, to see where the sound is coming from. Um, and I'm, I know that in a lot of traditions, cardinals are said to be your loved ones visiting you. And I have been communicating with my grandparents who have passed. Um, so that was like one thing that I was thinking because I did see a couple of them and I thought maybe it was them visiting, which is always comforting. And then when I looked, when I got home, I saw that there's actually a few different things. One of them is, um, the idea of partnership, um, uh, because they do, care for one another. So sometimes it can mean that a new partnership's coming in. What else did I learn? Um, learning to use your voice and to listen to your inner voice because they have like a really beautiful song and it's a lot of different things. It's not just one sound that they make. It's like a variety. So it's kind of just something to remember that we don't have to go along with the way everyone else is sharing their truth, we can have our own way. And so self-promotion and leadership, again, are two things that come up uh, because of that. And something that I thought was interesting is that it does talk about having new things come into your life and new challenges and being able to handle them, looking for our purpose and thinking about healing work in the greater scheme of things. Something else that caught my eye was that one of the sources said that the number 12 is associated with cardinals because there are usually 12 eggs in their nest. And for the last while, I keep seeing 1222 or 1212. And so that was really interesting because this talks about it just being uh, good luck. And then it often says that you, when you see a cardinal, it can mean that you're expected to have that good luck within 12 hours or 12 days. So that's interesting. So we'll see if anything comes up in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then I wanted to mention too, that part of the reason I ended up going to the Arboretum was that I was going to sit with the yew trees that I've talked about before. And the yew card came up in my reading. And that was kind of like my sign of like very specifically, like you're going to go and you're going to sit in your spot. And I did, and it was beautiful. I just sat there. It, there were a lot of people because it was a Sunday, but they weren't directly in the area I was in. I could just hear them. But I kept closing my eyes and just tuning into all of the sounds of the birds and the wind and just feeling the breeze on me because it was such a beautiful day. And then I opened my eyes at one point and coming out of one of the little groups of yew trees was a little groundhog. Well, I shouldn't say little. It was a big groundhog, but... I just think anything that's like that kind of a creature is small, but it, I guess because I was sitting so still, it felt comfortable to come out. And something that that reminded me of is the fact that I had been talking so much recently about stillness and retreat and the fact that I had chosen to just sit in stillness. I wasn't listening to music. I wasn't writing. I wasn't reading, I was just sitting in the stillness and listening. And so for me in the moment when I saw the groundhog, that's what I was thinking of was the fact that it came out because I was in stillness and that's how I was able to see it. 
because if I had been distracted or listening to music or moving around more, I wouldn't have actually been able to see it because it would have stayed where it was. And I know that because I got up and tried to look at it and it retreated back in <laughs> because I was afraid. And I never really thought about it in a spiritual way, I guess, at that time. I just felt lucky that I saw it. But then when I came home, I thought about it and I was like, no, I've been talking about power animals. So there's a reason that I'm being shown animals. So I came home and I looked it up, which is why I ended up doing this episode because it was just so cool was that the symbolism for groundhogs is about exploring altered states of consciousness more deeply. And what it says is that you're, you haven't dug deep enough yet, <laughs> that you have to spend time doing that and finding the answers within yourself. And this is what I was talking about, where I never stay still long enough to just absorb one energy at a time. I'm always trying to do multiple things. The energy of the groundhog is also something that lends itself to burrowing deep into a subject and studying and learning. And that's very true. I do really like learning things. I've talked about it before. My unconscious profile in human design is the investigator. And it's something that just comes natural to me. Something that is connected to that as well is the fact that it means that you're busy and you can take on a big workload and that you're very, very hardworking but that these creatures treasure their downtime just as much as the workload. And, you know, thinking about hibernation, I was talking about how I'm kind of going into a hibernation and retreat phase right now. So when I read that, I was really, I really resonated because it's kind of a sign that I need to take my lead take the lead that the groundhog shows us. And like I said before, it's a little weird that I'm going into a bit of a hibernation in summer. And I will be going out more than I have in a while. But just the idea that spiritually, I'll be going inside instead of doing as much um, in terms of keeping myself busy. I'm going to be trying to focus my energy on one thing at a time, even though I do have another series of podcasts coming up and I have things that I can't stop doing. I'm a double Capricorn. I won't stop working. But it is nice to know that after a couple of weeks, I'll kind of have these projects in a place where I will have the time to just sit with my energy and see where that brings me. And I really appreciated that there was even a, a very specific message that came through because I've been having some like digestive issues and I'm not really sure what's going on with my body. And one of the things that it specifically talks about with the groundhog is being aware of how your diet influences your natural body cycles and I've had the card even in our card pulls come up around vegetarian and vegan diets which I do follow but this is more I think for me about thinking about when I eat certain foods and being more specific so instead of just all vegetables thinking about which vegetables at what times and that kind of thing so that was really just another sign that I was meant to see this animal at this time because I just had some tests done Something else that made sense to me is the fact that burrowing is part of that process uh, in addition to hibernation. And I do find that 
I do like to be in like a bubble. Even when I'm working around other people, I like to have like my own space and I don't like people coming into my space. I'm very territorial. And even in my apartment, because I live outside of where most of my family and friends live, I tend to just be here by myself and I tend to travel to them. So like my home still becomes like this safe den that's just mine. And I'm really like, it's not that I that I don't want people to come here, but I just like that it's just my own space. And I like having that as like a safety mechanism, I guess, for myself. Again, with the isolation, that was the other thing, the preferred isolation. And I do have to, I do like to be by myself, but I also know that I am going into this period on purpose to be in isolation so that I'm not getting too distracted by what everyone else is doing. But the main thing that I left to last is the fact that specifically groundhogs are meant to represent the circle of life and rebirth and renewal because of the cycle of like hibernation that they have. And what was really, really profound to me is that I saw it with the yew trees, which again are a cycle or a symbol of rebirth. And the fact that it talks about the number three even with the groundhog because they often burrow three feet into the earth. It talks about how that resonates with divine energies and spirit. And it talks about how their burrowing also is a symbol of a deep connection with the earth and nature and grounding and establishing sacred space. And so for me, I do need to do more grounding and spend more time in nature So that is something that I thought was very relevant for what's going on for me. And because it's also in this realm of rebirth, it's also about growth and evolution and finding your own strengths because you keep digging until you find it. And then you leave whatever you don't need, all of the extra dirt you just leave behind you. And then you come out and the idea of emergence is something that I also connected to the butterfly of like after you have this process of burrowing, spending the time down there as much as you need where you're not being seen, the same as the butterfly. Then when you reemerge, it's after you've found what you were looking for, you've found your strength. And it's the idea that while you're struggling is when you need a break. And that because it's a hardworking animal, it can be difficult to find time for a break. And you really just have to realize that it's necessary. It's part of the cycle. And it's something that's always the hardest for me. Even when I said I was taking a break, I started like two new projects (laughs) at that time. So it's something I'm really learning. And so seeing this again being brought to my attention uh, made me realize that if I am going into a stage where I want to be able to support other people in their journeys, I need to fill up my own cup first. And that involves having this period of renewal and hibernation in order to find out what my soul and what my guides want me to know and what I'm meant to do with that leadership or with the role that I'm taking on next. And then the last animal that I wanted to talk about, I'm not going to get too in depth with because I feel like there's a lot of symbolism that people have for it and it would take too long to go through all of it. But the last thing was that I saw a little garter snake 
near the beginning of my walk actually. And I was just really surprised because I wasn't really, it was when I had just realized, oh, I'm not looking at what's around me. I'm just walking again. I'm not like in the moment. And right when I decided to be in the moment, I decided to look down on either side of me. And that's when I saw it and it wasn't moving or anything. It was just sitting there and I saw it. And then I, it started moving once I took a couple more steps and then it just kind of stayed there for a bit. And I just stood there until there were people on the trail and I needed to move out of the way for them to leave space. But something that I've always associated with the snake is transformation, which again, has kind of come up with most of the symbols I've been talking about lately. And the idea that like shedding the skin and then still coming out whole, I think that's the main thing that I took away from reviewing all of the research that I have on the snake is that the idea is that just because you're leaving the old skin behind, it doesn't mean that you're any less whole moving forward. It's just a new version of yourself. You're just upgrading yourself. And that's kind of how I feel right now is that I'm in that stage of like change and transformation. And the idea that that is connect to heal, connected to healing as well, because snakes are a sign of healing. And you know, I, I forget what it's called, but the medical symbol is like two snakes. And so for me, that's twofold because I'm healing myself. Like I said, I'm having some like health issues that I'm dealing with, but also the fact that I want to continue working as a healer. And so for me, that was also something that immediately came to mind when I started thinking about the day and the different animals that I saw was that that kind of connects everything back in like a circle. And the snake is sometimes seen as like that circle of death and rebirth, rebirth as well. And then the other part that kind of stuck out to me this time, which again, this is why I always go back to the materials. I don't just assume that I remember the meaning because there's often something that just doesn't apply at the time. And so when I looked this time, it actually was talking about how specifically the snake is close to earth energies and represents like the life force that you get from the earth, because that's where I also saw it. I think sometimes I ignore that because there's, you know, you can see snakes as something connected to water sometimes as well. But today it was like, well, this week it was actually specifically on the earth amongst like the leaves and the trees. So I really just felt like that was another sign that I meant to gather healing energy from the earth right now. And especially when I'm look, looking at like my own personal growth, just knowing that that's something I need to connect to in order to stay grounded while I have all these changes happening. And that like I have changes happening in all different areas of my life, but knowing that there's that life force energy that I can connect to and also reminding me to do healing for myself, energy healing for myself, because I often am so focused on what I'm doing for others that I do actually occasionally forget. I'm pretty good at remembering, but there are sometimes a few days or a week that go by that I'm like, oh, I didn't do any energy healing for myself. And when I'm going through all these changes, it's going to be more important than ever. So I just felt like this was what that reminder was from the snake is remembering that you come out whole either way, even if you have a lot of changes and you're leaving things behind, you're still a whole person when you, when you emerge from that period of hibernation or renewal, however you want to look at it. 
And that's pretty much the animal energy that I wanted to talk about. And of course, I'll probably end up doing more episodes about this as new animals become relevant when circumstances change. But I also just wanted to say that I think animals can teach us so much. And something I was saying to the listeners when I was doing my live on Instagram, the Cardpole Friday reading, one of the things that really came out when I, I listened back to it because this came up for me on the weekend and something that really resonated even for myself. And like I've told you guys before, I always know that these messages that come through are meant for me, even when they come through for the collective. And one of the things was the fact that we're so willing to give positive qualities to animals and to recognize all of the ways that we just appreciate them. And then it's so difficult for us to ascribe positive qualities to ourselves. And so when we connect with an animal, it gives us a very clear idea of what spirit and our guides think of us and what qualities they want us to recognize in ourselves. And so in a way, when we have these messages coming up for us, it's like we have animals acting as mirrors because obviously we know that other people are mirrors for us and how we are triggered by them or how we feel in their presence. But when we're being shown an animal, there's a reason for that too. And it's a way for us to look at ourselves, either something we're doing really well or something that we're on the path to already, or something that maybe needs a little work that maybe we need to spend some more time tapping into that energy in order to adopt and embody those qualities. And then that's a good segue into my next episode, which will be most likely next week. And it's going to be about the chakras, just an introduction to them and probably how they connect to energy healing because I'll be having a new series uh, where I will be talking about each chakra separately in a series of episodes to come. And this kind of sparked from the interest and feedback I've been getting from my energy healing sessions, my Wednesday night energy healing distance Reiki and crystal sessions have been really popular and each one has centered around a chakra which I've been talking about for a few weeks and this week coming up is the solar plexus and I'm really excited for it because I feel like we all could use that boost of life force energy now we're going into the summertime soon and I feel like that's an energy that I could really use is that boost of confidence Even though I am going into a bit of a retreat phase, it's always good to feel confident that you're going in the right direction. So if you want to join in on that session, you can still go to the link in my bio, either for spirit crumbs or for concrete and crystals. And feel free to share any animal symbolism that's been coming up for you. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.